Welcome to another episode of Behind the Dreamers with the Starter Girls. I am Jennifer Loading. And I'm Briad Rellis. And we're talking to the creators, the dreamers, the magic makers, and the achievers. These are our friends. These are your friends. And they are living the extraordinary. Today's episode is brought to you by Walt Mills, photographer of Glad Models Agency. If you are here in the Dallas or surrounding area and looking for some photography work, check out Walt Mills. You can learn more about him and his work at photosbywalt.com. All right. We are super excited. We have a guest on here today, Mark Blomsteel. I'm so excited to have him on here. Finally, we get to get him on and chat about what he has going on. So to our audience real quick, let me tell you a little bit about him. He was born and raised in Rotterdam, the Netherlands. He was diagnosed with a genetic eye disease at an early age that would leave him legally blind. He started writing music at the age of 11, and by the time he graduated from the university, he had already had his radio show and worked for MTV Networks. During the last year of college, he connected with British producer Paul Tubbs Williams. Williams, who previously worked with the Spice Girls and Boyzone, invited Mark to the UK after listening to some of his demo recordings. Together, they recorded Leaving It All Behind, a song written by Mark. Brianna's gonna love this because she's a musician. Mark worked with Fred Vail, former producer of the legendary Beach Boys, who introduced Mark to a team of the best studio musicians, including band leader Chris. And I'm going to hopefully not going to butcher this. Is it Losinger? Yes, Losinger. Yeah. Awesome. He played on every Garth Brooks album, which I love Garth Brooks, have several of his CDs in my house, and recently worked again with Mark to record his latest album, On My Way, releasing later this year. Exciting stuff. Dutch boy Mark Blumsteel, loving nickname by the Nashville locals, has won multiple Dutch CMA awards for Song of the Year twice, Male Vocalist of the Year, Album of the Year, as well as Most Promising Act. He also performed at Europe's biggest country music festival, Zurich, Switzerland. So welcome, Mark. We're so excited to chat with you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So many good things. He sent me his bio, Brianna, and I'm like, let me get all the good stuff. He's got so much stuff. I got to get all the important stuff. A lot. That was a lot. Yeah, you should you should be like, hey, look at this. This is awesome. You've worked hard. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's been a fun ride so far, but still not where I want to be. <laughs> well, isn't that how it goes, right? In life? Yes, you always gotta, you know, keep dreaming, keep going. Yeah, I love it. So how long have you been in the States then? Um, I mean, I started recording my first album in 2009, and then I made the move permanent. I think it was uh, it's eleven years in August. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So are you in, are you in Nashville? Um, right now I'm in Virginia uh, okay. back to on Saturday because we're doing some more recordings next week. So that's always exciting. That is exciting. And Brianna's yeah. going to, I'm sure lots of questions for you today because you're, you're just right in her, her zone. So we love it. We get all kinds of people on here and it's so fun because, you know, we get, we get, you know, our, we have our serious entrepreneurs and we get artists on here and it's so fun to learn about, you know, their journeys and, and the struggles yeah. they've gone through and how they've overcome. But I think that the common thread that we find, and we've had people come on and say this, is that everybody really loves what they do. And I think that's what makes us kind of solidified. And what we do is that we have a passion for whatever we're creating, whatever that, whatever that be, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, you know, it's, that's the most important thing. And that's why I keep doing it because I mean, it's not like I, uh, I made a couple million bucks. And it's on my bank account. And it's it's all because we love what we're doing and we make people happy with, with what we're doing. And uh, that's for me is very important, you know, and uh, as soon as you don't get that recognition, then it's time to pack your bags and stop. Pack it up. 
So yep. you've been you've been singing for a long. You're writing music at age 11. Tell us a little bit about this. How this all came about for you? Like, were you did, did you come out of the womb just like singing <laughs> and writing music? Well, my uh, my grandmother was in a uh, in a band, but I didn't know about that. They told me about this later in life, and I just you know listened to all the records that my parents used to play, and just got into music. And it was my two passions were soccer and and, and music. So I was always you know busy with either one of the two, um, you know, recording the the charts of the radio and on this little cassette tapes in the beginning. And, you know, then all of a sudden I was like, hey, I want to do this. So I just started writing songs and didn't know if I was any good. I was singing in the house and my brother would always tell me to shut up. So I was like, well, maybe I'm not good. <laughs> so I got kind of a dent in my confidence over there. Um, so, I mean, you know, but when I was 18 years old, I was like, hey, you know, I knew that my um, next door neighbor had a recording studio in his house. It's like one of those little home studio things. And um, I just asked him one day, I was like, can I record a song? He's like, sure. And, you know, then it was clear that I was actually talented because he was like, whoa, this is uh, one of the best things I've ever heard. So that was just a chance thing for me. Yeah. You know, and wow. I still tried to go to college first and all that good stuff because I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm that good. I mean, it was just the confidence thing in the beginning. And I wish I would have, you know, started earlier when it comes to, you know, taking the professional route. Yeah. Well, you know, it sounds like, can I ask you, was it difficult being where you're from? Was it difficult for you if you were saying there was like a confidence thing there <laughs> to make that move to the United States? Um, well, it's it, it's one of those things where that also happened by chance because at that time I had my own um, sports show on a network in, in the Netherlands and, and the owner of the network had some tax problems. So one day we all showed up for work and all the computers were gone. Oh, no. <laughs> so wow. um, it was one of those things where everybody was looking for a job at a different network. And I was like, hey, I, I just got in touch with, uh, with Fred Vale at the time. And... Uh, He's like, you know, I want you to come uh, work with me and see if we can make an album. And I was very hesitant. But when that happened, I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. I love That's it. great. So are you spending a, are you spending a lot of time gigging right now and like performing live? Or are you spending more time doing the songwriting? And I, I, I you'll have to clarify for me, like, are, are you doing a lot of songwriting and then sending your songs to other recording artists or are you mainly keeping your songs and then doing the, the artist thing? Yeah. I'm, I'm mainly keeping myself, my songs for myself. And I work with a lot of songwriters out of Nashville that pitch me their stuff as well. So, I mean, I'm, I'm mainly an artist and, and um, before the pandemic started, um, we were digging a lot and we're actually getting a lot of traction here in the States. And um, so that pandemic really came at a, very difficult time for us and it was not the right time for sure um and then um i was still recording and traveling during it all uh, until i actually got the virus myself in december and i got it bad so i actually was hospitalized and had to basically start from scratch learning how to walk again wow. so i haven't really done any kicking since oh my uh, gosh yeah it was rough Wow, we're so happy that you're okay. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, there was a, a lot of uh, issues. My my lungs were very bad. I had the lung 
um, was it pneumonia uh, for, yeah, I mean, all that time. And then my heart had some problems because of the virus. And thank God it was fluid by the heart. And then that cleared up. I finally got uh, the okay from a doctor last week that it was all gone. So, yeah, we're happy to yeah. be able to get pick up some stuff again and, 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 you know, look ahead. Long road for you, for sure. Yes. Are, are there any, uh, I'm not trying to be cliche here, but while you were going through that, are there any new songs that are going to come from that experience? Oh, I mean, uh, there definitely might be some stuff that, yeah. I mean, it was a very emotional time. Sure. You know, yeah. especially hospital because you're not allowed any visitors at that time and you're all by yourself the only people that come in are the nurses and the doctors and they all wear those suits it's it's, it's a very scary ordeal yeah absolutely sure. well gosh we're glad you're okay well thank well, you Appreciate yeah and i think you're a survivor anyways mark because i mean you know just talking about making a move you know from where you are to come here and then pursue pursue your dream but you also have this you know genetic eye disease you were born with too and you've had to learn to navigate around that so i think yeah you know yeah i, I mean that like, was, yeah that was tough, especially in a country like this where you actually need a car yeah because um, yeah. <laughs> i remember very well when i first came to nashville not knowing anybody um, you know, my, my engineer at the studio would always pick me up from my extended stay hotel. And I was staying there for like, uh, I think it was 90 days. So it was a long period of time. And, um, I, I couldn't do anything. I was stuck in that room for a long time. That's where a lot of songs came from as well. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. So, yeah. But I mean, you know, then you start, you know, getting to know some people and go to songwriters, you know, nights and, and, and rounds and stuff like that. So it got a little easier, but still, you know, you're always having to rely on somebody to, to go somewhere. Uh, and back then there was no Uber or anything like that yet. So, yeah. I mean, thank God for that, that, you know, it's making things a lot easier these days. I know almost sure. now you could be like, you could really just, you know, if you wanted to be in the city and just not have a car and just, you, you know, use Uber or Lyft or whatever, you can pretty much get around anywhere. Yep. In these days. But I could see, yeah, back in the day, you know, I was talking about that the other day, with my kids, because there's so many of these little, you know, jobs like that, where they have these app things like that, that we didn't have growing up. I mean, pet sitting and, you know, just let me call and get a car to come pick me up to take me to yeah. the car. No, you better drive your car home. You better not be drunk. Yeah. It was tough because we didn't have cell phones at the time either. Right. So, yeah. and I remember my, uh, my producer, that same guy, Fred Vale, he could be, you know, some uh, kind of a, you know, a bad word, <laughs> uh, you know, so I had times where he would just like say, I'll drive you back to your hotel. But at some point he'll just like get a phone call from his wife that she needed him for something. He's like, oh, well, get out of here and, and call a cab. And I'm like, well, I don't have a phone. Well, that's your problem. Uh -oh. So middle of the road somewhere in Nashville, you know, and all I had was my laptop. So Thank God for Skype at the time. I found my way to a Wi-Fi place and, and made a phone call on Skype to see if someone could please help me out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty tough. <laughs> Imagine, how did we ever get by in the, in the olden days, right? I remember, you know, I laugh about this all the time, this little car I had when I was in high school, and it was it was my very first car, and it was a lemon, and we didn't have phones. We didn't have beepers back then either, because remember we went through the stint where we had pagers for a while? We didn't yeah. have those. So I just remember breaking down on the side of the highway and having to run on the side of the road to go find a payphone at this mobile home construction site. Yeah, that's <laughs> the things that's... we used to do. And now we would be like, uh, 
Do you want your yeah. kids even doing that? No, you know, it's like oh, crazy times for sure, right? Ma- amazing we made it through. But um, yeah, you're definitely a survivor and I love that you're you're following you. And you've done some really, you know, awesome things. I didn't even know about the show you were talking about. You had this show, you know, in the Netherlands before you came here. So you've done yeah. that. Impressive. That was a lot of fun. That was, you know, interviewing all the soccer players after the games and stuff. So went all over the, the country of, uh, of Holland, you know, going to all their stadiums and doing all the, the post-match interviews. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, and so, and then you had a radio show you were, that was, I guess, is that the same? That was something else, right? Your radio show? That was something else. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. You've done a lot of cool things and worked with a lot of awesome people. So. Yes, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm blessed when it comes to that. And, and a lot of people were very nice. I mean, you mentioned Chris earlier. I mean, he's, you know, one of the nicest guys I've ever met and one of the greatest guitar players. I mean, he's doing all the stadium tours right now with Garth and, you know, we're so proud of him and uh, hoping to see him again next week is actually be the first session. He was, he's going to be on my session, but Garth is uh, going to play a, a show in Alabama and they need to rehearse for that. So that's my first ever Nashville session without him. So it's going to be interesting for me. Awesome. And he worked with you on your, this last album that's coming out, right? Yeah. Yeah. He works on, on every album that I recorded, every song that I recorded. On. Yeah. Wow. So it's been quite the relationship that we build. And, you know, like I said, he's one of the nicest people in the world. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Brianna, did you have a question? She's like, she's studying over there. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm, I'm, we're talking about Chris Jansen, right? Chris Lujinger. Yeah. Oh, how do you spell his last name? M L E U Z I N G E R. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is so cool. I love that. So I have a good friend in Nashville who uh, is actually from my hometown um, of Richardson, Texas. Okay. But she's a songwriter. She's a singer songwriter, but um, her name is Heather Morgan. And Heather writes for a lot of people. So I'm just wondering if you've ever crossed paths with her. And if not, you definitely need to meet her because she's, she is a special, special woman, but um, she's part of, uh, she started girls of Nashville with two other ladies. And then she's definitely part of kind of this like female songwriter crew in Nashville that has, was kind of 20 years ago, basically getting in with the, the boys, you know, the Nashville boys, yeah. Um, as as a woman, you know, so I mean, you you know, kind of, it's getting it's it's changing a lot now. But when she started, she was definitely always the only girl in the room. Right, there weren't very many, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so I remember myself when I first came to Nashville. I mean, there weren't very many foreigners at all. That's why I got that nickname. And it wasn't very busy at all either. And now it's so crowded. I mean, in the space of 10 years, I mean, that city transformed into like little Los Angeles. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. none of the locals really liked going downtown anymore because it's just too crazy. Yeah. No, I, I was there for the very first time about four years ago. And the Eagles were... Um, the Eagles had a show there. So I really, we wanted to go see the Eagles. We went to the downtown Nashville, big place. And we had a Bridgestone arena. Yeah. Probably. Bridgestone arena. And, um, and we had a really nice time, but it honestly felt, I felt like I was in Las Vegas. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. it was, it was exhausting. Like I, I couldn't believe 
I just couldn't. It was crazy. It was it was like really, really insane. So it wasn't I mean, exactly what I was expecting. And we had a ball. Don't get me wrong. But like I tell people, I'm like, get ready. Like it's it's yeah. Vegas. It's Vegas in in Tennessee. When I first came there, it was not like that at all. You know, you could walk downtown and there was nobody around, especially during the day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, at nighttime, it came up, you know, came to life, but nothing like it is now. Nothing. I mean, 10 a.m., 10 people are already, like, partying. Yeah. I mean, people are in the streets and partying at 10 a.m. It's, it's insane. Almost like New I mean, Orleans, you know, too. You always hear people going for a weekend to Vegas. Now it's going in for a weekend or bachelorette party to yep. Nashville. My yeah. daughter just went there not too long ago. I haven't been to Nashville, I feel like, in years. I went there for a leadership conference back with one of the companies that I was working with but it was many moons ago, but my daughter just went to Nashville to see a concert there. I'm talking probably like in the last couple months. So, um, yeah. Well, I heard that Nashville has also taken over the, uh, title of bachelorette capital of the, yeah. of the world. It used to be Vegas, but it's now Nashville. Yeah. Hmm. That's what everybody, you know, complains about in town. I bet, especially the people who have been there for so long and it's just not the same Nashville, right? No, I mean, you know, it's one of those things like they want to, you know, go with the times, I guess. So it's sure. kind of sad in a way as well, because all the old buildings, you know, all, a lot of studios at Music Row, Music Row is just, you know, they're getting rid of it almost. You know, they're building condos, hotels, and, and all the studios are gone. Yeah, yeah that's sad. It's yeah, really it's sad. history that's that's gone. I mean, and all those, um, you know, so-called mega stars that are like owning their own bars now downtown on, on Broadway, you know, that yeah. didn't be like that at all. And, and they're just taking over. Yeah, I, I hear you. So they I do have a I do have a question. Oh, go ahead. They all got to have their little place, I guess, their own bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, you have been at this a long time and I, and I always, so just so you know, I work with, um, I work with independent musicians and artists, all different genres, and I mm -hmm. work with them on their online business strategies. So I, I kind of am the one that comes in and looks at all their stuff and I'm like, okay, we're going to get your marketing, social media and email marketing, like all those ducks in a row. Right. Uh, one of the things, yeah, let's do it. Let's work. work. <laughs> so one of the things I tell them though, is like to look at it as a long game. And I know that that's where you're at, right? You're look, you, you're in it. It's not like, you're, Oh, I'm going to try this for a few years. And yeah. you know, no, you're, this is it. Like you're in yeah. it for the long game. And because Open of that, time, yeah. Yeah. So when, because, and I'm, because I understand this industry and this is like any industry when the going gets tough, what has kept you in the game? Oh gosh. You know, I guess the support system, uh, you know, my, my parents have been, you know, great supporters for me. Uh, got a great manager right now that's always supporting me and great band. Um, so that's what keeps me going. But sometimes it's really tough. You know, there's a the music industry, I think, it, you know, it, it's a big cancer. <laughs> it really is. I mean, people are rude. They don't uh, call you back. They don't email you back anymore. Um, it's, it's very tough to deal with these people. Um, it's tough to get ahead, but you know, for me, it's always the passion. It's just a passion in me that, that needs to create, needs to make music, perform for people, make them happy, make them feel something. Mm. And 
and that's really what keeps you going. But I mean, I have it every couple months where I'm like, I want to, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's that tough, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm the type of person um, I always like, um, you know, when somebody um, emails me or messages me, I'd like to respond. And, and, and if I do that to someone else, I kind of, you know, want that in return, but that just doesn't happen anymore. It seems so for me, that's very annoying and frustrating. Yeah, but you, but it's the passion, right? You, that's what yeah. keeps you there. Yeah, definitely. Well, and yeah. clearly you have a gift. I mean, you're an award-winning yeah. artist, songwriter. <laughs> tell yeah, us I a mean, little, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, it's, it's one of those things where um, in the Netherlands, they have the Country Music Association as well. Uh, it's not as big as it is over here, of course. Um, but there's some big artists out there for sure. And uh, first, when I uh, moved over here, I would always record my music, take it back to Europe because it was an easier market to get into, I thought. Um, you know, we, we played Zurich, we played, you know, places like Belgium, England, Germany. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, I still had to go there every time. And that cost a lot of money. So I was like, well, at some point, I was like, I'm focusing on the U.S. market. And that was around 2019 when we really started doing that. So it was right before the pandemic. So we released an album, got some traction, got some first shows, and and everything started looking up. And then that hit. And, yeah, I mean, we had to start from scratch, basically. Put you backwards. Got it. Yeah. With all the artists that were booked already at that time, they're, they're you know, automatically putting them in for the next years to come. So it's hard to find a spot at the moment. So, yeah. And yeah. that's, that's, that's an also a very frustrating thing for us at the moment. But, you know, we keep going and, and do a lot of fun stuff, keep recording and, and doing what we got to do. And like I said, I have to get my health back as well. So I'm, I'm happy to have my first uh, flight again this, uh, this Saturday. So I'm excited. Fun. Been a while. Yeah. So, Mark, tell us a little bit about this album that's releasing. Yeah, we're, we're releasing a single first um, very soon. It's called Tennessee, which is a very exciting uh, thing for me. Um, so I signed with a, with a label called MC1 Nashville, and it's affiliated with uh, Sony and The Orchard, okay. uh, which, of course, is one of the biggest distributors in, in music. So... We're working on that, trying to get that released. I mean, and, and, and I, I hate that part of music so much because I love creating and I just want the stuff to be out there. But then you get all these forms and contracts to deal with. I'm like, no thanks. You know, this is not what I know anything about. And then it's like, oh, why don't you let your, your attorney or your lawyer look at it? And I'm like, yeah, I got one right next to me. You know. <laughs> hey, I've got a really great entertainment lawyer for you if you need one. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm like, that costs a lot of money. You know, I'm trying to make the money, not spend it. (laughs) Yeah. And unfortunately, I think that's what happens to a lot of us when we enjoy doing whatever the craft is that we're doing. We really don't like to get, I call it minutia because I'm like that too. I don't like minutia. I don't like paperwork. I mean, I can do that if I have to, but it's just not my, it's not where my, my gift of want to place my energy into, you know, why not accounting. (laughs) you want to create, you want to do fun stuff. And, and I mean, that's the thing why I think a lot of musicians, you know, end up quitting or not making it is because 
it is very expensive to actually record. And then you have a lot of home studios, but do you, do you want that kind of quality or do you want the real quality? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very fortunate to be able to have the recordings that I have at the studio that I'm recording at. I mean, it's it's one of the best in town. And, and that's one of the things I'm very proud of. You know, I've had days where I was doing my pre-production in basically most studios have like a studio A and studio B and a B is like the smaller room. So where they do pre-production. So mm -hmm. I was doing pre-production going into the big room the next day. And in the big room, when I was doing pre-production was at that time, Jason Aldean in Alabama doing a version of Tennessee River, oh, just fun. recording it right next door. And uh, it was funny because I come to the vocal booth the next day and their lyric sheets are still there. And, you know, those are the fun things and, and be like, hey, this is pretty cool that you're able to stand the same spot of those people. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, love your passion for sure. And I, I think in anything you do, that has to be the driving force behind. Oh, for it. sure. So what kind of date are we looking at? What kind of drop are we looking at for the single? Well, that's a good one because the drop should have been April 29th. <laughs> but you know how it goes. It's paperwork and then this and that. So okay. we were hoping for sometime this month, but I think it's going to be June. But I'm, I'm ready. Sure. So. It's going when, out. It's going out. Hey, yeah. let me let Mark reach out after this because let's talk about that release. Uh, I want to just make sure if you're going to be releasing it that you have like a marketing strategy behind it because you here's the thing like i see so many artists uh, talk about the investment that they make to to go to studio and get it you know engineered properly and, and all of stuff but then but then they not they don't like market it properly so it's like right. they, they spend the time and energy and the resources to to make a great product but then when they put it out they don't spend any resources or energy like pushing it out properly so that the most eyes ears listening can get on it right that's for sure that's for so sure anyway I, and i know and that, that's that's also the part that artists don't like because it's not the yeah. fun part it's the business uh, part that's yeah, the hard then, part right like, oh most of us don't have the resources as well and then if you have a little bit of resource where do you put those resources you know yeah um yeah. so it's, uh, yeah it's a tough thing yeah it's challenging at that yeah it's what it's what i do but like anytime that i see artists I just hate seeing missed opportunities because right. I believe that you can take a grassroots a grassroots approach to a music release. I mean, I, I did it for my book. I did it for I do it for a lot of artists and whatnot. You don't have to spend twenty grand on marketing. You know, I mean, you can you can take a grassroots approach, and it may not have the biggest splash that you know a high budget marketing release plan would have, but at least it's something. It's better than like crickets for sure yeah that's not what we're trying to do that's for sure yeah you're, you're not looking for crickets no, nope. crickets, no crickets mark nope. what have you learned along this journey about yourself like what have you learned through all this um that i'm pretty adventurous <laughs> i love that yeah i think yeah. that's awesome and i think we don't ever ask that question and i think you know it's like when you go through these these journeys with all these twists and turns, because our paths are never really linear, you know, and, and yeah. it's every day, like, you know, I feel like you think about like the people that cross your path, like you were just talking about being in that studio, you know, with those people. The other day I went to a meeting and they had a, 
a cowboy, he's an ex-cowboy player. If you know Ed Tutal Jones was the speaker at the event. I had no idea who he was. My husband thought it was pretty cool because, you know, football player. But, you know, I think about this in our journey that we go through and the people, the paths that we cross with people and our experiences and all the things that we have to overcome and the pivots that we make. And I think it's so fun when you can really look back and say, you know, like, what have I learned through yeah. this whole process about myself, you know, and, and there's something powerful in that, you know, there, there definitely is because you don't think about that. You don't really, you know, right. stand like, yeah, you know, what have I learned and, and, you know, how do I feel about myself? And mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely know that I'm very adventurous and, and that also that I, I like being by myself sometimes, you know, yeah. have some quiet and, yeah. and, and just, you know, let it be me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's also like you said earlier, that's what I loved about Nashville, especially in the beginning, you know, you could meet anyone and, and walk into anybody. And right now, nobody really likes to go anywhere anymore downtown because there's so many people you get overwhelmed. I mean, I've had days where I just saw Taylor Swift walking downtown shopping, you know, and nobody was bothering her. And and nowadays that wouldn't even be possible anymore, you know. Mm, yeah. You meet a lot of cool people, especially there. I mean, I was backstage at the Grand Ole Opry talking to, um, what's his name, uh, Kevin Costner, you know. And, and that's that's all pretty normal in Nashville. But it was more normal back then. <laughs> sure, sure. And I could certainly see the, the place where you come from that, you know, sometimes you just want to be by yourself and you know and i get yeah. over i can get overstimulated on a very small scale with too many people so yeah. and we're out of we were just talking about this in a different episode you know sometimes because you're you are your your product you're you're virtually your face of your product and yeah some days you just want to like i mean i you guys are probably saying i just want to shut it down i turn the social media off i just i don't even want anybody to contact me don't call me like just right you know, I need that space. And then I go to bed and I regroup and then it's a new day again. So I can certainly respect that whole, you know, that time that you need to have to. Yeah. A little shut off from the world, you know, and I always love to just put my headphones on and listen to some music and and not be bothered by anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the more, more famous you get, the less that happens, I'm sure. Right. The more, more you get known and you're doing awesome stuff. So I have listened to some of the music, Brianna. It is good. It's, I've listened to some of it. Oh, I'm excited to check it out and I'm excited to hear your new single. I hope everybody is. I mean, it's, that's, it's a really great song. Yeah. It's a very powerful song. Great. It's great. I'm oh, excited for you. Talented. I love yeah, it. And congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's absolutely. Stuff. So you want to do some fun questions? Should we do some fun? I think we should. I'm all for fun. You up for fun? Okay. Brianna, you want to start? I always like Of course I want to start. Okay, Mark. In the whole wide world, since you're from the other side of the world, um, I would love to know your number one spot you'd want to travel to. Mm. Oh, I want to travel to. Hmm. Well, I've been fortunate enough to have traveled a lot already. So I'd like to go back to Sydney, Australia. Yes. Places in the world. Very cool. I love that place. My um, oldest daughter went to Sydney, Australia when she was, she was very young. She was in bridging from elementary to middle school. And there was, I'm sure they have this all over, but there was these groups where I forgot what it was called, but it was like these adults would take a group of kids and we, we had to go through like all these meetings, parent meetings and stuff. And so they took a group of kids and they basically 
went on a trip. And so they went to Australia and Sydney was one of their stops. And then they, they flew, I think, into Brisbane and then they went into Sydney. And so they went to the, what is it? The Great Barrier Reef. And they, they did yep. all this sightseeing and stuff. And it was so funny. Yeah. When my daughter came back. Amazing. Great yeah. Barrier Reef. I mean, yeah. one of those things where I'm like, I was, I was younger when I, when I did all that. And, and now I'm seeing all these crazy shark movies and I'm like, Hmm, do I want to do that again? <laughs> but it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. Beautiful. had a great time there. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. All right, Mark, besides you being an amazing singer, any other singer that you just are like, I guess maybe a mentor role model, somebody that you admire. Hmm. I mean, I admire a lot of people. I mean, um, but I mean, I'm not like these, for me, everybody's kind of, you know, on the same level. It's not like anybody's, you know, I don't really look up to anybody. Uh, but I mean, I, I love Michael Hutchins from In Excess, for example. Oh, I, I have an album still from In Excess. Yeah, I mean, he had everything, you know, he had the charisma, you know, he's great on stage, great mm -hmm. looks, great voice. I mean, he had it all. I uh, mean, when it comes to country music, I think George Strait's amazing. I have his yeah. album, too. So down to earth as well, you know. And then there's people like James Taylor, uh, mm -hmm. Freddie Mercury, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. It, it doesn't have to be like country music for me. It has, you know, yeah. I love music. Well, three, three of those four that you that you mentioned, I have an album from each of them. So I have a Queen album. I have a George Strait album and I have I have an NXS album still in my back. Oh, there you go. Now you need a James Taylor one. Yeah, that's the only one I don't have. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite uh, food, like favorite type of cuisine? Huh. Chinese. And I mm. love the hibachi chicken stuff and, mm. you know, the Japanese steakhouse stuff. Um, that's kind of my favorite stuff. A lot of rice and chicken. Rice and chicken. I like, I like the, Asian, the Asian. Asian papers. Flavor. Love it. We're at our lunchtime right now. I'm kind of hungry. I know. I'm like, <laughs> hmm. I might be running so down the like street sushi, when this is Chinese over. food, all of that sounds really good, right? Hibachi, all of it sounds really good. All right. I'm going to ask you a fun one. I'm going to do this one on him, um, Brianna. Mark, if you could be any superhero or a character for a day, what would you pick? <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I've had a lot of people like because I had a lot of different looks over the years and a lot of people have told me that I look like four. You know, oh. I've, I've had that, but I don't really know anything about it, to be honest with you, because I never watched any of the movies. <laughs> so a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, you know, all I really care about is that I'm my, my daughter's superhero. That's all I care about. Hey, that's a good answer. Oh, that's sweet. How old is your that's daughter, by the way? My daughters are uh, right now seven and nine. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Little ones still. Brianna's mm -hmm. got some that are kind of she's she's got elementary to middle or to high school, right, Brianna? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, elementary to that to high school right now. Absolutely. Out of work. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, we're in it. We're in it. Awesome. Sure. Well, this has been so amazing and so great to meet with you, Mark. Thank you so yeah, much for coming on the show today. Can we tell our audience how they can follow you, how they can download, stream, share your music, consume your yeah. music, like just lay it on us. Uh, most of the places are just at Mark Blomsteel. And what's kind of an interesting thing, a lot of people 
misspell my name. Like Blomsteel seems to be hard for Americans. So people just say Bloomsteel, Blomstel, Bloomstel. It's always something else, but it's Blomsteel with one O. So at Mark Blomsteel. Um, and on Facebook, it's, I think, uh, Mark Blomsteel Music. That's the only different one because I have a personal page as well. So. Awesome. Yeah, cool. I'm everywhere, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, all that good stuff. Good stuff. Love it, Mark. Awesome. Yeah, go check his music out. I'm, like I said, I've listened to some of it. It's good. I had to check him out when I first met him. So I had to go see, who's this person? I need to go find out what he's got out there and what's his music and all that. So you have a For great sure. voice, Mark. Great voice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, do you have any shows coming up, Mark? Because I know you mentioned um, that you guys weren't doing, I know you said you're traveling soon, but. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like I said, I had to get my health back. Um, yeah. I know we have a single release party at some point for when Tennessee comes out. Great. So that would be my first time back. But I already did a rehearsal with the band, and yeah, that went pretty well. So um, I'm glad back to uh, myself. Taking that first step, right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's going to feel really good to get back on that stage. It's very scary when you, you, you know, you're in a situation where it was – I mean, my my lung doctor said it was a really really bad scan that he saw, yeah. so I'm I'm lucky to be you know where I'm at right now. I just had my birthday last week, and I was like, you know, I'm just happy to be here still. Absolutely, absolutely. We're happy. We're, we're, we're happy for you. We're gonna be looking for this release to come out, so keep us posted so we can you know follow up and then we can put something in our feed too to help you push it out. Sounds great. Let's so. do it. All right. So we want to say, of course, to our listeners, if you enjoy our show, please be sure you give us a rating both on iTunes and Facebook because we can't do this without you and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And end I bell. Oh, say that again. <laughs> an end of bell. I know that because my daughters do all this stuff all the time. Yep. Hit the bell. Hit the like button. We so have it on our thing. I think Walt puts a little bell on our thing that yes. hit the bell. Hit the yep. bell. All right. On That's YouTube. awesome. And I've got a parting, a parting thought for us all. Don't tell people about your dreams. Show them. Bam. There you go. That was good. All right. <laughs> and to live the extraordinary, you have to start. And every start begins with a decision. All right, you guys take care. Be safe and be kind to one another. We will see you next time.